the culture war, and candy. Yes, once again, candy. The gap in home ownership among black folks and white folks, we've got new news, and we're going to take a deep dive into the troubling numbers. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Business News Headlines. Glad you're with us again today. In other news, Starbucks is being called out over its anti-union activity. So what is the current unemployment numbers? We will share those with you. We've got the Wall Street Report and a new office culture is being called Zoomer to Boomer. Want to know what that is? We'll tell you. Let's go. Insight on business news and comment with Michael Libby is made possible through the support of Tarot International, the premier interpersonal skills, research, and corporate training company. Achieve, lead, and outclass with Tarot. T-E-R-O.com. Focus and Find, a high-level, socially responsible search firm helping major corporations in their search for diverse talent. Focusandfind.com. Funding also comes from the National Tractor Parts Dealer Association, an international organization supporting the new and used agricultural and construction parts industry. Learn more at ntpda.com. Once again, thank you, Hunter Pease, and welcome to this, the Thursday edition of the Business News Headlines. I'm your host, Michael Libby. Grateful, as always, that you're along for the ride again today. Follow us on Twitter. You can do that. You can find us at IOB underscore NewsHour. You know, we thought we had seen the last of this, but the culture war against candy has struck again. CNN is reporting that calls to boycott Hershey are spreading on Twitter in response to the chocolate company's International Women's Day Canadian campaign, which includes a trans woman. Here's a story. Faye Johnstone, a queer trans and feminist activist, posted about being included in the Her For She campaign in a series of tweets. Clearly, the Her For She name is a takeoff on, yes, you guessed it, Hershey. On Twitter, this is what she posted, quote, It means a lot to be included as a youngish trans woman. I grew up with very few trans role models. Many young trans folks haven't met a trans adult. I hope this campaign shows trans girls that they can dream big and change the world too, end quote. Well, her comments were met with praise and anger at Hershey, which included anti-trans rhetoric and called for a boycott of the candy company. In a statement, Hershey said, quote, We value togetherness and recognize the strength created by diversity. Over the past three years, our Women's History Month programming has been an inclusive celebration of women and their impact. We appreciate the countless people and meaningful partnerships behind those efforts, end quote. It is not unusual for companies to get backlash for moves that customers view as politically charged. Remember Nike? They were the target of a boycott campaign when it featured Colin Kaepernick in an ad back in 2018 after the football player became a polarizing figure for kneeling during the national anthem to raise awareness of police brutality. And more recently, right-wing pundits maligned M&Ms as a woke company after the candy brand introduced a new female spokes candy and put her on M&M packages as part of a marketing campaign. Here's something important to dig into. 
According to the National Association of Realtors, the gap between black homeowners and white homeowners has actually increased. We want you to stay with us on this because we're going to take a deep dive into this issue. CNN is reporting that while more Americans own homes today than a decade ago, and the rate is increasing across all races, the gap between black homeownership rates and those of any other race or ethnic group is even larger today than it was in 2011. According to recent data, the home ownership rate for white Americans in 2021 was 72.7%, but the rate for black Americans was 44%. The home ownership rate for Asian Americans was 62.8%, and for Hispanic Americans it was 50.6%. And more Americans do own homes than a decade ago with about 9.2 million more homeowners today than back in 2011. But black Americans have seen the smallest share of that growth. This results in what housing advocates and economists call a racial home ownership gap between the share of black families that own homes and the share of white families that own homes. That gap is now 29% compared to 26% back in 2011. So why? What's going on? Well, there are several possible reasons. First of all, the high cost of entry to get a mortgage. Buyers now need to earn more than $100,000 annually if they want to purchase a median-priced home without going beyond their budget, according to the National Association of Retailers report. Now, this barrier to entering home ownership disadvantages black families. Now, why? Black families had a typical net worth of $24,000 in 2019 compared to a typical white family with $188,200, nearly eight times greater. And then there is disparity in the process. White home buyers have a denial rate of 11%, while declines for black home buyers is 20%. And black Americans are more cost-burdened. Generally, a common financial rule of thumb is to not spend more than 30% of your income on housing costs. Nearly 30% of black homeowners are already at that threshold, accounting for 2 million families. Only 21% of white homeowners are cost-burdened in that same way. Also, and we're getting close to the end, but these are really Shocking statistics. You know, income and rent payments make it harder to save for a down payment among black renters. Over half of black renters spend more than 30% of their income on rent, and about 30% of black renters spend more than 50% of their income on rent. By comparison, only 22% of white renters spend over half of their income on rent. So it all boils down to this. 17% of white renters can afford to buy the median-priced home. Only 9% of black renters can do so nationwide. The National Association of Realtors concluded that the home ownership gap between white and black households will continue to persist. Well, you knew this was going to happen. You could see it coming from a mile away. 
We have reported often about how Starbucks has bucked unionization efforts coast to coast. Well, now a labor relations judge has said the coffee giant has displayed egregious and widespread misconduct in its dealings with employees involved in efforts to unionize in Buffalo, New York. The result is that Starbucks must reinstate workers who were fired or laid off because they were engaged in organization efforts. The company also now must post information that workers are free to unionize without fear of retaliation. Wall Street rattled a bit as jobless claims fell to 190,000 during the week that ended February 25. That's from 192,000 uh, that, that was the week before. And expectations for an increase in jobless claims was 195,000. That was from a survey of analysts compiled by Bloomberg. Meanwhile, labor costs were up by 3.2% in the fourth quarter compared with a 1.1% gain in the third quarter of last year. A 3.2% increase was double that that analysts had expected. The experts were looking for a 1.6% increase in labor costs at the end of December. But surprise, it was higher. Well, it was quite a day on Wall Street as the S&P 500 and NASDAQ shook off earlier weaknesses despite the 10-year Treasury yields rise above 4% and concerns about additional Federal Reserve rate hikes. At the bell, the Dow gained a whopping 341 points to close at 33,033, while the Nasdaq picked up 83 points to finish the trade at 11,462, and the S&P 500 added 29 points to close at 39.81. And finally, there is this. And this is about the new office reality being called Zoomer to Boomer. You know, for the first time ever, we have a labor market that includes five different generations. And that has led to some to believe that this trend is the birthplace for something called generational warfare. Well, according to Forbes, workers shouldn't believe the tropes and managers needn't adopt five different communication styles. What's really required is emotional intelligence, good communication, and common sense. That, and perhaps a ban on political topics if conversations tend to get too heated, suggests Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong, who, by the way, instituted a policy of political neutrality at the cryptocurrency firm. So how are the different generations really different? Well, get this. 40% of Gen Z and millennials say company culture heavily influences their decision to stay at a job, while less than 30% of baby boomers feel the same way. And how are these workers the same? Here you go. Competitive pay and benefits, flexibility, and remote work options are important to all age groups. Now you know. And that's a wrap for the business news headlines for today. Thanks so very much for being with us. For all of us that put this together each and every day, Chap Ramsey is our production coordinator. Sales and marketing, Aaron Libby. The voice of the business news hour is Hunter Pease. And the music you're listening to right now is arranged, composed, and conducted by our friend James Goodlett of Jam Good Productions. For all those folks, my name is Michael Libby. Have yourself a great day. Be safe. Be well. Be careful. Most of all, be good to your fellow man. Good day.